Hey everyone, I'm Rob. And I'm Angela. And thank you for joining us on our journey as a married couple. Woohoo! Yeah, we've been married now for about six months. Uh, I know it's a little late us coming back to the podcast, but it has been a busy six months because in addition to getting married, we bought a house in New Jersey. Woohoo! Yeah, they say don't do a marriage and a mortgage together, and they are absolutely right. It was very busy. It was very, very, very busy. Uh, the wedding itself, though, was magical. Angela was the most beautiful bride in the world. Thanks, babe. You didn't look too bad yourself. I tried my best. Overall, though, it, it was a good time, even with the COVID craziness, the masks, social distancing. And, you know, we are doing our reception next year, but we did have a small dinner with uh, our bridal party and immediate family. And I think it was pretty nice, the little intimacy of that. Yeah, we went to Ferraro's in Westfield, New Jersey. And funny enough, we're going tonight. And we love the food there. And they did such a great job with the event itself. Yeah, I remember my dad told me, I didn't actually know until after the fact, that some of my family got there a little bit early. Uh, my uncle got a party bus for the Kelowna side. And they got there like 45 minutes early. And the place opened the open bar just without costing us an extra cent. They just opened it up and let everybody start having fun uh, 45 minutes before we even got there. And then they had a competition between the bride's drink and the groom's drink too. Yeah, bride's drink one. Strawberry Moscow Mule. Hey, we still got some uh, some good old fashions in there though. And just overall, it was it was great. I know we had a bus, a little mini bus for the bridal party that took us to and from the dinner. And that was really fun, too. We had champagne on it. Not the full uh, hors d'oeuvre set that the Colonas had in their party bus. They said they pre-gamed our wedding. But, um, you know, the champagne was fun. And just getting to talk to everyone in the bus, I think, was really cool. And we also took pictures in Central Park that day. And it was really the perfect place to get pictures. The... Um, uh, the Florida bridesmaids were all wearing coats, but they took them off for the photos, but it was 75 degrees and sunny. Um, <laughs> but in Florida, that's just too cold. Absolutely. It, it was funny seeing all the non-Florida people a bit warm and all the Florida people a bit cold. Very much so. And uh, Central Park was lovely, and we were able to get some really good photos there. And then at night, the bridal party had a fun gathering at the hotel. And so uh, one of my friends brought a karaoke machine. I remember the funny thing with that was one of my groomsmen, Joe, kept saying in the group chats that he really wanted to go do karaoke. But everybody's like, COVID's still going on. We're not comfortable going into a karaoke room. And he's like, yeah, that makes sense. But then when Courtney went, hey, by the way, I brought a karaoke machine with me if, you know, anybody wants to try it. And Joe was me like, where is it? I'll carry it up here. Courtney also traveled from Erie, Pennsylvania and carried the karaoke machine in her suitcase to bring it over to New York City. Didn't it have like its own carry-on or something like that? Yes. <laughs> with a ton of CDs. Thank you, Courtney. And thank you to Courtney's friend who lent her the karaoke machine. It was really awesome, too, though, because everybody had so much fun. Uh, she was a little nervous, like, is anybody going to want to use this or anything? I mean, it was 1 a.m. and people were still singing into that thing. 
and the room itself was awesome. Uh, the Hotel Six Columbus uh, gave us the Columbus Suite, which was a two-floor suite with views of Central Park. Uh, they said you could easily fit 50 people in there, and we didn't have near that much. It was just 20 of us, and, I mean, we were able to all fit in there comfortably and have some drinks, some snacks, and just have a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, we do have some advice uh, post-wedding, and Angela, what is the thing you have the most advice on that you've been going back and forth working with over the past six months? The photo and the video people. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing uh, with vendors. You always got to kind of deal with the human element. I am. I was, me and my makeup artist were a little bit snippy with the cameraman and the photographer. He was um, taking photos and with flash to test out the flash while the makeup artist was doing my eyeliner. And for guys who don't know this, that is not good because there's a good chance the makeup artist will stick you in the eye or the eyeliner will come out horribly. And you don't want either of those things on your wedding day. When you've been working on your makeup for an hour already, you really do not want to redo it. Definitely not. And I would definitely say, make sure to read the fine print. Uh, we were under the impression that we would get the pictures 90 days after. It turned out it was 90 days after you got the viewing period, which was another 90 days. And then after that, it was 90 days when you get the pictures. Now, I did make a bit of a stink about that, and I read the language out to them and said, this could be interpreted many ways. I feel like I'm being scammed. And they were pretty much like, well, if you take them now, you have to take them. You don't get any new edits. I had paid for the raw files, so I was going to make my own edits anyway. So I signed the paper and got the pictures right then. But just always make sure you read the fine print. Uh, that was something that I should have asked more questions with before. And we've had some annoyance going back and forth with them, especially because they're not the fastest people at getting stuff back. Now, that may also be partially because there's so many weddings going on right now from people that pushed back and people that had planned. But I would also say don't be afraid to direct the cameraman because we forgot to get a picture taken in the church together, the two of us. We got pictures with Angela's mom, with my parents, with grandparents. Your sister. My sister. But we forgot the two of us alone. But thankfully, he got some good pictures in Central Park and got some good B-roll pictures of just the church before. And I had bought all the raw photos. <laughs> so I got rid of the background in one of the pictures of us in Central Park, put us into one of the pictures uh, that he had taken of just the inside of the church of the altar through uh, Photoshop. And that actually ended up becoming our wedding picture. It came out really good. Yeah, nobody... And I think it's the uh, new thing for the podcast now, except it's a silhouette of us. Yes, that's correct. I, I silhouetted us for the podcast, so it's our new logo. In the end, I think the pictures did come out beautiful. We got a lot of really great pictures. I got a new LinkedIn photo. But it, it definitely was a bit of task to get it to there. And Angela's 
just finished working on the video. I think it's done, right? It's done. Yeah. So she had a lot of back and forths with them. Wasn't there was something weird about the video, right? They had the wrong couple in there. Oh, yeah. 30 minutes of our wedding video was a different couple that looked nothing like us. It was more 10 minutes, um, but the uh, it was still really annoying. I yeah. think you're talking about the 30 seconds in the in the uh, oh, that's in the right. First video in the first video. That's like a short, like three minute trailer. Half of that was another couple, which was just they didn't even look like us. I, I still flabbergasted me. I'll admit it was a bit of a journey to get the finished product, but we are very happy with it. Just like it was a journey with our house and we are very happy with it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful house. It's a three bedroom, one and a half bathroom. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast before because we were under contract back in February. We closed in July because we gave them a longer close so that they could find a house in the area where the kids could go to the same elementary school. This is the sellers I'm talking about. And we were month to month lease at the time until September. So we had that flexibility. I think one of the factors that led us to move into the house and that also really um, that we love about the house now is that we can put things into the walls. We can make um, changes where we want them and we can also get things fixed immediately. Yeah, that was a bit of a problem in the apartment that stuff would break and it would be weeks before the landlords would fix it. They were really nice people, but they wanted to always use their friend and we'd have to wait on the one person's availability. Whereas now, you know, we moved in here. We had a little bit of a problem with the AC. We were able to get somebody here the next day to fix it. We had an issue with one of the toilets. Two days later, boom, it was done. Uh, we have a gas fireplace. We wanted it serviced. I called. The guy was there in an hour. And even just stuff like we wanted the shower upgraded. We knew that that was something we'd want to do right away. Within the first two weeks, we had a new shower in. We, we added a new closet to the bedroom. And hopefully next week, Pending the arrival of the sliding door, we're going to knock out part of our kitchen, put a sliding door so we can walk right out to the back patio. Our contractor, John, is ready to make it happen. We're just waiting on the door to arrive because right now everything is taking forever to arrive. So a little PSA, if you haven't ordered your Christmas gifts yet, you should start doing it soon because that's what we're going to be doing over the next week or two. So for those of you that don't know, Rob and I love movies and TV shows, and we spend a lot of time watching stuff. So we decided to heavily invest in the basement and like our chill area. And so Rob really went above and beyond getting us a good TV, sound system, entertainment system to hold the TV and the comfiest couch in the world. And uh, that's been our favorite part about the house, I would say. Yeah, we've been watching the Harry Potter movies in order. And after that, we're going to rewatch the Marvel movies. I would also say a couch is definitely something I would recommend investing in. And a bed. And a bed. Yeah, those were the first two things we bought for the house were a new couch and a new bed. And we did get you know a little bit pricier of them, but they're ones that are going to last us for a long time. And especially a bed, you think about it, you spend like a third of your life in that thing. Uh, and the couch, I mean, 
having the sectional where you know we had four of us watching Dune the other day, and we were able to spread out comfortably, have some space between us. It's much nicer than all trying to cram into a small couch and saucer chairs and stuff like that. Than that $100 Ikea couch, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had this Ikea couch in all of the apartments I lived in. Uh, I don't know how long my roommate at the time had it, but when he moved, he left it behind. I took it with me to my studio. We had it in the office in our apartment, and then we briefly had it in the living room here because we got a new couch for the living room, but it took a few months. We moved in in July, and we just got the couch like a week or two ago. But, you know, it was it was a good couch. It was like a $100 couch, and it felt like as much, but it lasted me many years. It also technically folded out into a bed. It was like this like floor bed that many people stayed on over the years when they'd stay at my apartments. And it went to a nice new home. I put it on Facebook Marketplace, and within minutes, I had dozens of people asking to pick it up the next day. Somebody came by. Uh, Joe was here. Him and I helped lift it into their car, and they were on their way. Same thing with my old bike. I mean, that stuff goes fast when you put it up for free, and we were happy to see it go to new homes. Very happy. Another thing that's nice about here is that we have our own separate offices. Yeah, it's really, really helpful. Uh, we may have talked about it before that, especially when Angela was doing teletherapy, it was a bit difficult doing the work from home. I mean, I'm sure all of you listening know how difficult it is working from home. The craziest thing, too, is this entire house with the backyard, which we haven't even talked about, barely costs more than our rent did in the city. And... We have everything. We have a driveway, garage. Uh, the backyard is great. It's not the biggest backyard, but it's perfect. You know, the bigger it is, the more I have to mow. We have a covered patio. We have a fire pit out there. And boy, has it been fun doing s'mores with friends. And not have to worry about bothering the landlords with noise. Yeah, or being bothered by noise from below. Uh, so just all that and just being our own landlords. We love it. We are not planning on taking on any tenants at this time, though. Or probably ever. The closest wallet to tenants is, in a few years, children. And a puppy. Of course, one other thing coming with the house is there's a lot more responsibility. So we have to get, like, the hose fixed. We had to knock down a tree. And those things are not cheap. Especially not the tree. I was amazed at how much it costs to have a tree taken down. Both the one out front and the one in the backyard had to come down. Thankfully, the one out front was on town property, so the town came and took it down. Uh, the one in the back, we had to take down. The one benefit was there was this bush out front. It was this grass bush with these, like, razor blade grass uh, leaves, I guess you'd call them, uh, whatever you'd call it. And that thing grew so fast. The previous owners had a landscaping crew that came every week or so and they would trim it and I kept trying to trim it I got garden shears and despite my best efforts by the time we had it taken out it was four times the size of when we moved in and look it looked nice but eventually it was going to take over our whole backyard things spread like ivy does and now we have a little flower garden there we've been really enjoying showing it off to friends and family 
And speaking of friends and family, we can't wait to see them at the reception. Yes, uh, we do still have some planning to do with that. We moved up the time, so we have to let all our vendors know. Uh, we're doing it the day before Easter, since we figured everyone's going to be up here already. Uh, people aren't making two trips then around that time. Uh, so we didn't want to end as late with Easter the next day, so we have to do all that. Ooh, and we have to get a new wedding cake, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, our wedding cake person went out of business uh, within the last year, so we have to get that. And she was really good. <laughs> the food was great. And she was, like, around the corner from the place, right? Yes. So we got to do that. But upside, more cake tastings. Yeah, but we have to go to Queens now. True. Oh, but we get to see Brett and Kaylee. True. But, hey, maybe we can line up a cake tasting with a dinner at Christos. That all sounds good. <laughs> Christos, if you haven't heard of it, was our favorite steakhouse in Astoria. We went there for all our anniversaries. We went there right before we moved. They had this prime wedge for two. It was the most delicious thing. Their homemade sauce was great. We miss it so much. We do. That and Jack Jones. I do miss Jack Jones. Okay, so we got to go back to Queens. <laughs> yes, we will do a cake tasting. We'll do a dinner at Christos. And then we'll have a beer at Jack Jones before we go home. Sounds good. Yeah. Maybe do a little drive past Astoria Park for old time's sake. And we can drive by Renaissance too. Yeah. I think it would be a fun day and, you know, get to see the area again since it's been a few months since we've been there. Actually, for you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Angela, well, you're in Manhattan. Though. You're not in Astoria necessarily. No, but I travel to Astoria two or three, actually maybe four times. Oh, that's right. Because when we moved into the house, we still had a couple weeks left on the lease. So we didn't take everything with us in the first move. And since Angela's working in the city, she went to kind of take care of the last couple things, uh, some of the cleaning, throwing out some stuff and getting the security deposit from the landlords. And of course, they, they couldn't do it all in one trip. It happened over a few trips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pleasure seeing them, though. Yes, no, they're really nice people. They really are. Um, just <laughs> when we said we had a lot on our plate those last uh, few months. Oh, we did. It's a very long trip when you do it via public transportation. Yeah, so what is your commute? We should say Angela's doing home care in Manhattan now instead of Queens. Uh, what is your commute like? I take the express bus from here into the city, and that can take usually about an hour. And then I take the subway from there, depending on where the next family is. And I go up and down the west side. So I get to see a lot of cool things. Yeah, and she's seen some pretty nice apartments, she said. Oh, my God. One of them's bigger than our house. <laughs> the nice thing is, though, the bus is only a short walk. It's just down the street from our house. And I think the fastest when I was going into the city was maybe like 40 minutes. But usually during rush hour, it's obviously longer. Yeah, I keep trying to figure out which time works best. And so I've been playing around with that. 
I had one beautiful morning where a couple of families canceled. And thankfully they did because I would not have been able to make it into the city because of the rain. Yeah, there was like roads closed. Uh, the train lines were down. It, it was just crazy. I, I'm still amazed you made it on time. I am too. I thought for sure I was going to be late to the already postponed families, but um, everything managed to work out. And once I was in the city, the public transportation was fine. But it was just getting in. I think like Lincoln Tunnel shut down for like an hour earlier before I left, and um, I didn't have that kind of luxury. Yeah. To um to wait that long. And I'm back to fully remote. Uh, we did do a bit of office time in the summer before the Delta variant. Starting back next month, we're going to once a month, we're going to go in the city and do kind of like a full staff meeting type thing. And we'll see where it goes from there. But basically, the CEO was like, hey, if I don't feel comfortable going in, I'm not going to make the rest of you go in. But it's, you know, it's been an adjustment, but it's exciting being into this next stage of life with you, my amazing wife. Thank you, my awesome husband. Not fiancés anymore. Woohoo. Or fiancé for me. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> but the last six months have been truly incredible. So much has happened. And cool thing is, in a couple of weeks, we get to see one of our friends get married and start that journey. And one of your groomsmen, or one of our groomsmen, um, is having his delayed reception this coming year, so we're excited for both of them. Absolutely. And uh, one of my friends also just got engaged. Yes. So that one will be a little, that'll be much later. Everyone's just getting married. It's, it's just the trend. They want to be like us. <laughs> but we'll be semi-regularly doing episodes, uh, you know, talking about our continued journey, what it's like being married, and you know, stuff like getting the mortgage, um, all that kind of stuff. What kind of went into picking the area we live in. So if you want to ask more wedding questions or have us talk about that as well, send us an email or a message and we'll also talk about other aspects of it because there's a lot to go into. Yes, and we'll be talking about reception planning too because uh, we'll be doing that. And we thank you for questions we've gotten. It's really helped us with focusing the podcast over the first 20 episodes, and we look forward to having it help us through the next 20 and beyond. But in the end, thank you for joining us on this journey, and thank you for continuing to join us. Stay safe, everyone.